Hey, all you tea lovers. Welcome back to Tea with D. Hey, all you tea lovers. Welcome back to episode 15. Okay, guys, I'm going to be completely transparent with you. I am under the weather, and that is why I sound nasally. I don't have COVID, but I don't feel very well these days. Well, these past two days. Um, But I'm taking medication, and hopefully I'll be up and running by tomorrow. So lately, I've been going through up and down emotions, deciding how exactly I want to take tea with D, and the overwhelming and outpour of response that I have gotten since leading towards more relationship-based, talking about, you know, toxic relationships, bonds, um, breakups, you know, things like that. I've had a ton of people reach out to me telling me that some of the podcasts that I've been posting lately have helped them through a lot of their relationship you know, trauma or drama or, you know, helped guide them in a lot of ways. And it's so rewarding and refreshing and so amazing to hear that. So that's something I've always wanted to talk about for the longest time. Um, I went to like positivity and I wanted to like help people with their anxiety, which is still something that I really am passionate about. But I always had a fear of talking about relationships and certain types of, you know, toxic relationships, you know, maybe narcissism, empath, attachments, trauma bonds and things like that because I was at the time in a relationship that maybe wasn't so healthy and that might upset some people, but it's the truth and I think that I'm in this point in my life where that's all I want to come from is a point of truth and healthy and honesty and transparency and purity And I think that this is a great start. I'm not knocking any of my exes. I have no ill will towards anyone that I've ever dated. I've just uh, grown and adapted and transcended into someone that I've always really wanted to be. And I will not apologize for that. So if you are someone that maybe won't appreciate the things that I will say further from here on out, just don't listen. And this is also my side of the story. Everyone is completely different and I will not knock anyone or anything or any situation because of it. But I wanted to talk about trauma bonds and I wanted to talk about attachments today. And later on throughout episodes, I will talk about breakups, the do's and the don'ts and certain situations. But today I will talk about trauma bonds. So I think that my story is going to be relatable at some points and maybe not and help you as a listener maybe navigate towards your relationship or finding yourself in ways that you maybe not never thought you could. So my entire life, I've always been an anxious attachment. In every relationship I've been in, I've been super codependent, very anxious, and I tend to find men that are avoidance, which in a lot of cases is not the best for me safe-wise. I'm supposed to find someone secure. And there are, you know, people who have been anxious attachments that have, you know, throughout time through reading and understanding and redirecting and self-soothing have become secure attachments themselves. And that's my main goal right now is to become more of a secure attachment. Um, as a child, I went back and forth with my parents and their parenting skills. You know, my parents had a very vile, volatile and um, very unhealthy, toxic relationship where it was constantly going back and forth. My dad had cheated on my mom so many times throughout their relationship and she continued to take him back she was an anxious attachment and he was an avoidant you know I also am a child of a narcissist my dad was a narcissist clinically diagnosed um 
and you know they're they're not necessarily bad people they just have um tendencies and they are the type of people that are not empathetic and it's you know their way the highway there's a lot of manipulation control gaslighting because they're very insecure people and i've been um surrounded by several narcissists in my life I will go on in further episodes talking about narcissism and empaths and, you know, codependence and how that situation works. So back to my story is the fact that I've only ever seen unhealthy relationships. I've never had a proper blueprint on how to live in a healthy relationship. So I tend to seek out men and seek out relationships, not knowing what my needs are and how they want to be, how I want them to be met. I've always wanted to be the cool girl, the great girlfriend, the one that everyone loved, the one that the family loved, the one that they loved, you know, the one that would, like, the one that got away if she left. You know, I always wanted to leave an imprint. And through that time, I realized that I was scarring myself, that I was hurting myself more by not standing to my boundaries and by not allowing myself to say I was uncomfortable with certain things or to, you know, st- you know stick to my boundary and say... I don't like this. I don't appreciate this because I'm codependent. And when you're codependent, all you've ever known was to please someone else. All you've ever been taught is the other person comes first, your life revolves around that person, and your needs come second to theirs. That's something that codependence, if you're listening to this, you can relate to. And seeing as though I go for avoidance, a lot of times the motionless people of avoidance um, are not the best fit for an anxious attachment like myself. I have found ways now to avoid that situation and to really harness and understand and try to heal the best that I can. And the tips that I've done that is by going to therapy, journaling, you know, isolating myself from things and people that are not going to benefit me in the future. And as I tell you my story, you know, I start from the beginning where, you know, I, I had a volatile childhood and throughout my childhood, I all, all, I, all I ever saw was unhealthiness. And I always saw that you know, in adulthood, I actually grew to resent my mom because my father passed away before there was any resentment, really. You know, I always thought of my dad as the bad guy, you know, he was doing this and how could he do this to my family? And, you know, I know people have their own demons and now I'm getting emotional, you know, because my dad did pass away and I don't believe that in heaven, I think you were the best version of yourself. So I don't think that my dad is who he was. And I don't think my dad was a terrible person at all. He had amazing qualities. He was smart, intelligent, a go-getter, creative, a people person. He had amazing qualities. In relationships, he wasn't the best. And all I ever knew was seeing that. So I've always been drawn to men who resembled my dad. And it's not to say that they were terrible people. I'm not labeling them as narcissists or anything like that. But however, all I've ever seen, and this is what they say, is like women choose people that are, uh, you know, similar to their parents, you know, like, you know, or their father or their mother. Like, it depends on what sexuality you are. But we tend to mirror our parents' relationships. You know, my sisters had their, you know, their fair share of ups and downs but they ultimately found their husbands who are great guys and they're secure for them and they they realized that you know um that was what they needed in order for them to be happy i think that 
at one point all my sisters were anxious attachments and codependents at one point and then I think as they grew older they grew out of that or you know they're not as bad as they once were and that's my goal right now too and so I know I'm going on a tangent but you have to really look and see as to why you choose the people you choose I've created attachments with the people that I've chosen in my life because of my childhood. And as I've become an adult and I've decided to leave relationships, I told myself, okay, do you want to be on this roller coaster for the rest of your life? Someone once told me, roller coasters are fun, Diane. They're exciting. They're liberating. They're all these things. But are they that exciting for the rest of your life? A roller coaster only lasts 60 seconds. Imagine a roller coaster being the rest of your life. And the reason why I'm telling you guys this and the reason why I'm talking about attachment and trauma bonds is because a lot of times when people tell us, like, why don't you just leave? Why don't you, you know, find something else? Or, you know, why did you put yourself in that position in the first place? Is when you have not healed yourself and maybe you're insecure because I was so insecure. I am still insecure at times, but I was a very weak individual and individual. And I always felt like in order for someone to love me, I had to give them my all. And they loved and I always felt that people loved me for what I offered and not for who I was as a person. And I think that if you can relate to that, you really have to dig deep and figure out as to why. So going through therapy, I figured out that my challenges were the fact that I was mirroring mirroring my parents relationship that I was not secure enough to walk away from situations in almost every relationship that I've been in until I get to my breaking point and then I'm like I can't do this anymore and so you really have to ask yourself am I in the right situation am I in this situation because I'm mirroring my parents or because in you know my environment growing up this is all I've ever known you know I've never seen a proper blueprint and if you feel like you're that person I would advise you to journal Write down your thoughts. Write down how you're feeling. My therapist has told me to write down the feelings wheel. So if I'm feeling certain things at certain times, I tell myself, okay, what is this feeling? And if you're constantly feeling like, you know, sad or rejected or um, unworthy at times, whatever you're feeling, and it's a constant feeling, you need to really work on yourself and think, is it you or is it your relationship? I realized at one point it was a little bit of both. And I realized, and I, as now I'm an adult and I'm growing up in therapy, I've realized that I need to take accountability for why some of my relationships haven't worked. And it's because I need someone in my life that is secure for me. I need, a, I need more validation. I need someone to be emotionally there for me. I need a lot of different things that I wasn't, that needs were not being met in my past relationships. It has nothing to do with those people. It's maybe the one they didn't want to give it, they too they just didn't have the emotional um capacity to do it they never were taught it there's so many different reasons but I came to a point in my life where I was like I'm only 24 years old I don't really know myself yet I don't really know what I want and if I'm staying in a relationship that I don't know any of these answers to I need to find myself first and that's why I removed myself from my last relationship that's why my relationship before that didn't work because I didn't know who I was or what I wanted. I always, as a codependent, grasped onto other people's dreams, grasped onto other people's wants, even though they were very similar to mine, and thought that they were what I should have and expect to have in my future. And then you come to a realization 
where you sit down and you you realize after all the crying nights and all the constant wondering, overthinking, overanalyzation, looking for a way out, trying to find a reason to feed your mind and your ego to make you feel like your thoughts are valid. You get to a point where you're just exhausted and you're kind of like, this is not it anymore. This isn't for me. I can't do this. And then if you're constantly having those thoughts, like I was thinking towards the end of my last relationship, even the relationship before that, I just, at that relationship before this last one, I was so weak, so insecure, I could not leave. There were so many times where I wanted to leave that relationship because I was so unhealthy. I mean, I lost so much weight. I was miserable. I just, I had thought that that person, like, I had so, such low self-worth and value that I thought that that person was going to give me that value. And I felt like if I was stayed with that person, I was something. I meant something. And then ultimately, I got broken up with. And then this last relationship, I was the one to end it because I realized there was a part of me that was like, I'm not going to let this cycle happen to me again. And two, I was like, I'm not happy here you know, I deserve a lot more than what I was given. And that's not necessarily his fault. It's just we weren't meant for one another. I was too codependent, too anxious of an attachment, and he was too avoidant for it to work. And I realized that and I recognized that. And so I had to be the bigger bigger person and I had to walk away. And it hurt like hell. It sucks. And that's when attachments and trauma bonds come into play where like you no, you shouldn't maybe be in this relationship anymore and you need to grow and heal, but you're so attached to this person for whatever reason. My reasonings were because I loved him. On top of the fact that we had been together for several years, you know, we lived together and you create this type of future in your mind of what could be. And breakups are terrible. They suck and it hurts. And the way I think of a breakup is, imagine if you get two pieces of regular paper and you put glue in between them and you stick them on there. And forever, however long you are with that person, that's how long the glue is going to take to dry. So when you guys decide to break up, you try to t- separate the paper. Some paper goes on to the other person. Some people, some the other paper is lost. Uh, some of it's paper. And at the end of the day, you realize, and at the end of looking at those papers, they were not the same as they were before. Some are more effed up than others. And it's because heartbreak hurts and it sucks. And a lot of times the reasons why people go back is because they would rather go back to a situation than feel the feelings of hurt and pain and unhealedness. And I think that that's why... I've always been in several situations and relationships where I go back or, you know, I, it's harder for me to heal because you think what if, what if, or what could be, and I don't want to feel this feeling anymore because breakups are terrible. And the only advice I could give to you listening to this is it's going to hurt like hell. It's not going to be easy. I get told all the time, it's not going to be easy. It's going to hurt. It's going to be a struggle, but you will make it out. You will be okay. Every day is easier. Every day gets better. And you have to, during that process of the breakup, have to really understand why it didn't work out, what you played and what role you played in that relationship that caused that relationship to maybe not work. Was it maybe you knew that you were picking someone that maybe wasn't good for you. So you have to break that down. Why do I pick people that maybe aren't meant for me? Or maybe 
you know, you were too much at times, too emotional and too codependent. And then you, that's what I felt is that I was a little bit emotional at times. I mean, shit, I've been called a ticking time bomb. I've been called overly emotional. And it's because I have a hard time with um, reading people and overanalyzing situations and questioning because I've been lied to, manipulated, and gaslighted my entire life. So it makes me emotional. It makes me feel bad for that little girl who only ever saw lies, manipulation, gaslighting, unhealthy relationships, that it really sucks that my past relationships, I brought that pain and trauma into them. So it was really hard for me to trust. It was really hard for me to break down my walls. But I still, at points, like with my last relationship, was the first like person I ever really did that with. And it's still, at times, I wasn't fully healed. And I, I needed to find myself, you know? And I needed to figure out what I really needed. But it sucks. If, and it, it's shitty because, like, that's why I made a promise to myself for my next relationship is that I wouldn't jump into the next one so soon because I don't want to bleed on the next person. And I don't want to take my dra- my trauma, my luggage, and all my shit and bring that on to the next person and maybe that next relationship not work out because I haven't fully healed. So what I did was I got every book that literally is known to man and popular on attachment styles, on codependency, on relationships because I love love and I want to be successful one day and I think that having healthy relationships help you become successful and not even just a partner relationship I'm talking about relationships with my work my co-workers my friends my family like wanting to understand people better so that I can work in a healthy environment so I got attached the book attached I got codependency no more I got um single on purpose. What else did I get? I got a ton of different books, so many different books that have helped me so much and have helped me grow and understand when to react and when not to react, when to set a boundary, when to voice your opinion and really grow and understand that like I'm a badass and I have so much to offer and I don't need validation from anyone else. And there's a perfect quote out there and it was something about you know, let me find it. I have it saved. So the best quote that I've heard in a long time is if outside validation is your only source of nourishment, you will be hungry for the rest of your life. And that's something that I really needed to understand and grasp is that I would never and will never be happy if I'm not truly happy with myself. And I realize in almost every relationship that I've been in that I've felt that other people needed to make me happy in order for me to be happy. And I'm finally at the first time in my life and recognizing that I could be happy on my own. I'm doing things on my own. I'm reading. I'm venturing out. I'm doing things for me, things that I never thought I would do. I'm literally grinding in the gym so hard because I'm wanting to get the body that I've always wanted and focusing and putting my energy into work and the things that I love. And for the longest time, I never did that. And I didn't understand why I couldn't do that in my relationships. Every time I was in a relationship, it was always about the other person until I understood I was codependent, until I understood that I was an anxious attachment, until I really honed in that I can be a codependent and anxious attachment, but work through it. I can still be in a relationship and 
you know, have the body that I want. I can still be in a relationship and kick ass and work. I can still be in a relationship and be able to control my emotions. And now I know that and I know the tips and tools to use in order to have that. And you have to seek out therapy in order to find that. I truly believe that. Or you have to feed your mind with positive things. And I truly believe that in order for people to be successful, you have to figure yourself out first. I think success and money is great. I think that people who are driven and wanting to be wealthy and all these things, that's great. But you have to heal yourself because at the end of the day, when you're at the top and you're not a healed person, you will never be happy. And I fully, truly believe that. So I'm going to be something one day. And you need to tell yourself that too, that you will be something one day. But heal yourself first before you get to the top because once you're at the top, You'll be able to look out in the horizons, the the beautiful sunset, and tell yourself, damn, I made it. I went through hell trying to do it, but I made it because I learned my trials, my tribulations, and everything that I needed to, and I grasped empathy. I grasped grasped knowledge on how how to fix myself and taking accountability that is not always the other people. It has to do with you too. There's a reason why you stay in relationships and trauma bonds and attachment. There's a reason why you can't leave. There's a reason why you're okay with people treating you a certain way. And it's because you're not fully healed. So heal yourself. So when you do decide to get in a relationship, you won't have to be questioning so many different things. You'll have your boundaries. You'll have your standards. You'll be able to do everything that you wanted to do single. And we're doing single in a relationship. Minus the fact, you know, obviously don't cheat and don't be like inappropriate or whatever. You know, because hashtag loyalty. But... It's, it's, an important, it's an important topic to talk about. So in order for you to break that trauma bond, you have to recognize and that attachment as well is what's happening. You have to be real with yourself. You have to be authentic and really, you know, give yourself a shot of some ginger. Like give yourself a shot of some, you know, real shit. Have your friends tell you, have your family tell you anything that you need to wake up. And once you get it, read, research, understand things, make yourself feel better by understanding the psychology of why people are the way they are you know you are the way you are for a reason people you date are the way they are for a reason and you're meant to meet people at certain times for your life for a reason you are meant to go through everything that you are going through that you're gonna go through that you've been through because it's because it's gonna make you stronger at the end of the day and I truly truly believe that who I was maybe like four or three months ago even a year ago is not who I am today I am so who I was last week is not even who I am today I I have my ups and my downs I'm super emotional you know I'm still healing but I'm stronger than I've ever been I'm more focused on the future than I've ever been I'm so much more goal goal oriented and getting my ducks in a row than I've ever been in my entire life because in order for you to be be happy, you have to make yourself happy first. You have to get your ducks in a row because no one else is going to make you happy besides yourself. And once you do find that person, it'll be equally yoked. You guys will be equally yoked and you will you will compliment one another. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for. You will compliment one another because you will know who you are fully and you will be whole. And hopefully you find someone is who is the same. And that's all life is about is finding yourself finding your goals, what you want to do with the rest of your life. And then one day, maybe someone amazing will walk into your life and you'll find them too. So don't give up. Stay strong. Keep fighting the fight. Do the damn thing and live your best life. Yeah, I feel like that's a good ending. All right, guys, I'll see you next time.